When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining us now is Blackfern's assistant coach, uh, Wiz Clark. G'day, Wiz. How you doing, mate? Good morning. I'm great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good. Uh, Scotland up next for you uh, tomorrow in Whangarei. Um, obviously, you made a few changes to the to the starting fifteen. Uh, what are you What are you looking for from this group uh, as you head into that match against the Scots? Well, we've got to win first and foremost. Um, Scots have had a couple of tight losses, so you know we won't be taking them lightly. Uh, so that's the biggest thing at the moment. And then, of course, um, I suppose we're looking for biggest players an opportunity to take a claim for position later in the, in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, the the last uh, the Scots' last game, they were pretty unlucky, weren't they, to, to not get the win over the Wallaroos, especially with the Wallaroos playing with 13 towards the end of that game? Yeah, they were, I wouldn't say unlucky, but they were close in, in both their last two games. So, you know, they're a good team. Um, I know they've had an injury to back, but other than that, they're, they're very similar to Wales um, in the way they play. So, you know, we're expecting, and, and every team so far seems to have stepped up against us. If you look at Australia versus us, and you compare that to Australia versus Scotland, um, you know, teams seem to step up against us, and I suppose it could be their last game as well this weekend, so they might just come out firing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be a great test for you guys as well. I mean, I, I would imagine that the Scots play similarly to Wales, and a lot of those Six Nations teams tend to play a similar style of, of rugby. Would that be a correct assumption? Yeah, well, look, they're more strong than more particular. They kick quite a bit like, like the Welsh, like all the Northern teams do, so... Yeah, I suppose a similar sort of onslaught expected. Um, their set piece is pretty good, so you know it should be similar. How do you think that sets you up for later in the tournament to play, say, in England or a France, um, having played Wales and uh, already in Scotland coming up? I mean, you know, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of prep time for this World Cup, but we haven't played too many Northern Hemisphere teams since the end of Year Two or last year. So, how does this uh, set you up uh, for to take on those teams potentially later on in the tournament? Yeah, look, I think it's great, and in fact, you know, we're not sure who, we, who we're going to get in the quarterfinal yet either. So, um, well, it could be Wales, couldn't it? Exactly, yeah. And I probably prefer if it was a northern team rather than playing Australia for a fifth time this year. So, yeah, it's good for us to practice defending those malls, um, to practice other techniques of avoiding the mall, um, and you know, play against a kicking game plan as well. So, it's, it's pretty much perfect for us, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, that Welsh game. There's been a change in direction uh, since the Northern Tour, and, the, and, and with Wayne Smith coming in, it's a it's a it's a quicker game. Uh, it's trying to keep the ball alive more, obviously, um, but you've got to be able to earn the right to do that to be on the front foot as well. So, what did you learn from the Welsh game that you can take further on? Um, oh look, there's probably a number of things. Look, we did a lot of things well. I think we we don't start as well as we'd like to probably. So, you know, that's that's something we're continually tweaking with our warm up and our game prep and, and how we prepare during the week. Uh, to be fair, we've we've trained pretty hard in the weeks at the, um, leading up to this point. So, 
some of that might become a bit easier as we head into the finals, and that might make a difference as well to our starting. Um, obviously, our scrum didn't go that well, so that, that's been a big, big focus this week. Um, and you know, the areas we've done well in are things like our counter-attack, um, you know, off getting opposition ball, so I hope to get a bit more of that this week as well. Yeah, so uh, what's the focus been this week? Are you, you been focusing on that set piece? Yeah, 100%. We've, there's been a big focus, particularly on the scrum, um, both scrum and line out, and, and there's been some selection changes earlier as well, so hopefully... Some of those will be through. And in terms of uh, how the, um, the I'm not giving you much. No, you're not giving me a whole lot, mate. I, I, was, I wasn't sure if you had finished or if you just cut out. Then I was like, hang on. Uh, <laughs> now, fair, fair west. You, you never know who's listening. <laughs> I never know who's listening, mate. But yes, it has been a focus. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's um, in, in terms of size. I know that you've gone for more pace and mobility, and you know, someone like say Eloise Blackwell, who's been in the ferns. Set up for a long time. She hasn't made the tournament team, but she is a bigger body that you, you know, I, I would look at it and go, I'm, um, you know, she's somebody that could come in handy against these Northern Hemisphere teams. Uh, in terms of size, how do you stack up? I haven't got the calculator out, but how, how do you stack up in terms of size of the forward packs against some of those Northern teams? I wouldn't actually have a clue, to be honest, but it's not something we've really focused on. I think for us, the focus is that, you know, we want to play attractive rugby, we want to play winning rugby, and we want to play rugby that suits New Zealanders. So, Taking on the Northern Hemisphere teams on their own game or at their own game that they're good at, they've practiced for years. It's the strength of these. Might not be the best, you know, boy. So, so we want to we want to put a, a spectacle on for for to grow the women's game. And I'm not sure that we believe that a whole lot of more tries and kicking game is going to do that. Um, so those are the types of players we've gone for. And personally, I think our three locks we've played in the last couple of games have been absolutely outstanding. So, um, you know, they're, they're fitting into what we're trying to do quite nicely. Yeah, it's more uh, uh, the focus is more athleticism than just out and out physicality. Well, it's a bit of both. We've got to find a balance, right? But we want to play a game that that's high skill, high tempo, attractive to watch, and it's going to grow the women's game rather than having um, people criticise the women's game or get turned off by the women's game if they do come come and watch these these games. I mean, we've got an opportunity here to really show the world what it can look like, and that's what we're trying to do. What have you made of the uh, of the reception to the for the tournament and to the team? Then uh, I mean, obviously we haven't got down country because it's all Auckland and Whangarei. But uh, has it been largely positive? You've been happy with the crowds and things you've played in front of? It's been absolutely outstanding. It's, it's interesting um, as coaches in the last couple of games, we're not allowed on the field, so we haven't warmed up on the field. So it's the first time that I haven't had a real sense of the crowd because you get escorted into the coach's box and you get escorted out of there. So. Haven't really had a sense of the crowd. But the people that have been in the crowd, you know, family and friends of mine and of all of ours, have, have really said that it's been fantastic. It, I suppose for me, the most heartening thing is, you know, I've got friends who are texting and saying, um, you know, when they were kids, they used to wake up and say, oh, you know, these are males saying, you know, they want to watch the All Blacks this afternoon, and they've got their daughters now. They're overhearing them at breakfast saying, oh, I can't wait the Black Ferns game all this afternoon. So. That's really heartening. That's really special. That um, we're grabbing the, the hearts of young females that, that and attracting them to the game. And then, of course, um, you know, Graham Henry's with us, and the crowd he mixes in is on the other end of the spectrum. They're a lot older, but um, all the feedback he's getting is that they're absolutely loving the games. They're loving the skill set. They're loving the tempo. They're loving the stories behind the players. So all those things have been amazingly positive. And like I said, we feel a sense of responsibility to to make sure that the type of rugby we play is attractive for people to watch. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because this weekend we've got the uh, end of the Heartland Championship, the end of the NPC, and then you've got two weeks of standalone Rugby World Cup before the All Blacks get into their end-of-year tour. So really, you know, for rugby fans, 
the focus for the next two weeks will be the Women's World Cup. I hope so. I hope people come out and watch. Um, I think Whangarei this weekend is going to have three great games. I think Fiji will be Fiji, and that might just, um, you know, I wouldn't say upset France, but certainly uh, challenge France, mm. potentially upset them. And, of course, the other game, um, Wales-Australia, is going to be outstanding as well. So I think this weekend's going to be exciting. We've got no idea what the quarters are going to look like yet. We've got some guesses, but we don't really have a, a confirmation yet. So um, that could be even more exciting. So hopefully people get out. Have a look, um, and and like I said, the feedback so far has been wow. This is this is pretty cool to watch. It's different than the men's game. It's new. It's not the same thing we've been watching for a few years now. So um, hopefully we can attract more people to the game. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about the Black Ferns in a minute. But we're interested to get your take on. I, I had uh, uh, an English journalist, Sam, by the way, um, who does a women's rugby pod uh, in the UK. He, He's down here to cover the tournament, and uh, he he branded the type of rugby that Fiji players chaotic, uh, chaotic, uh, and said that that is a way that you can upset like England and you can upset France. And he said and it did take England a while to get to grips with the Fijians, uh, and the French kind of got beaten up a little bit against the uh, the Poms last weekend. Uh, he said there was a slither of a chance we could see an upset here. What do you think? Um, I think there's a sliver, sliver of a chance. Sliver of a chance anyone can get an upset in any game. That's the beauty of rugby, right? Um, I think the more the more varied teams are in their attack, the the, the harder they are to plan for. So as a defence coach, you know, I, I like playing teams that are really structured because you can plan for that. And um, CDs be really hard to scout. Like they don't know what they're going to do. How does opposition going to know? So, and there's a little bit of that in our game, as you'll see as well. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to do things, finding space on the field, moving the ball to space in different ways. So hopefully that makes it hard for anyone trying to scout us. Yeah, well, and then uh, Wales, Australia, of course, the Aussies will be missing a couple with those red cards they had. You've played both teams. Yeah. How do you reckon that game will go? Who, who do you think is going to finish second in the pool? <laughs> I'd, hate, I'd hate to put a statement like that out there, but um, I think it's going to be an outstanding game. I think um, the Welsh forwards showed last week that they, you know, their set piece is really strong, their kicking game is really good. I think Aussie will be disappointed in their overall performance in Scotland. Mm. I think they really got up against us and maybe didn't back that up in the second game. So if they get back to their best, it'll be a thriller, mate. Yeah, it will be. You should get into politics after your rugby career, Wes. It was beautifully beautifully <laughs> negotiated, that answer. Oh, I try not to make the headlines for the wrong reasons. <laughs> no, fair, mate, fair, fair. Um, <laughs> let's get back to your team then. How's Kennedy Simon looking? When do you think we'll see her back on the park? But I watched her run yesterday. She looked outstanding. Um I'm hoping for next weekend. It's, it's hard to tell. It's a lower league injury, and as you know, they you know because we're constantly running and we're constantly on our lower leagues, um, they can flare up again once they look like they're going good. So, but at the moment, she's looking fantastic. We're excited to see her go, and my expectation would be next weekend. Okay, and the same with um, Stacey Fuller. Yeah, look, it's actually uh, um, if it was the final this weekend, Stacey probably would have gone out there, but. I think another week on a hamstring can be the best thing for her. So it wasn't my decision. I sounded like it was mine. But, you know, as a group, we've, and Stacey feels like, um, you know, one more week might be better for her. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's sensible at this stage of the tournament, I think. I think it's probably the probably the right call. Um, what about, uh, let's talk about Ruby Tui, because, um, you know, she's taken the 15s game like a, like a duck to water, as it were. I've had a couple of... Um, Former Black Ferns on uh, over the last you know sort of couple of months talking about uh, the the Ferns and this, this World Cup and some of them have suggested that Ruby has been played on the wing because I'd said well you know from a sevens perspective the way she runs broken field play she might be better 
placed in 15 rather than on the wing. But the suggestion was that maybe her positional play wasn't quite there for 15s yet. Uh, she was given the, the, the 15 jersey for, for, for Wales. How do you think she's progressing in, on that front? Oh, look, Ruby's a special human on and off the field and you know, she gives everything to everything. And uh, what I love about her is she's, oh, she's a true professional in the sense that um, you don't need to have um, you know, long explanatory conversations with her to explain concepts. She gets things quickly. And typically, she's able to once she gets it, go and uh, you know, go and uh, what's the word? I'm sorry, like execute that, that whatever she's just learned. So um, she's taken to it, like you said, a duck to water. I think she went really well last weekend. Um, you know, first class spent another um, uh, an hour or so in front of the whiteboard with her just the other night on her fullback positioning. And and you know, we've got a great squad here. So Renee Holmes, the other fullback, is spending a lot of time helping her understand her positioning as well. So. Like everything with Ruby, I think it's a matter of time, and usually with Ruby, that's a short time. Uh, Portia Woodman gets a chance to put her feet up this weekend, maybe gives the rest of the tournament an opportunity to catch up on the try scoring front as well, eh? <laughs> yeah, look, Portia's just shared a bit of tightness last weekend going into the game. We've got a few players that we've been on a sand based field, and like I said, we've, we've worked pretty hard over the last couple of weeks, so. Um, you know, she's been fantastic. She's been in this environment before. It's good for her to get a rest, and of course, you know, Aisha, Aisha deserves an opportunity as well. She was outstanding in the pack four, and um, you know, she holds all sort of try scoring records in Wellington and, and in the SBC. So, really, really exciting to see her go this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's what a replacement too. You know, I mean, I know Wayne Smith's been uh, pretty exuberant about the way he's talked about her game. Yeah, oh, look, mate, she's special. She's got some special attributes. Like for a, she's not the tallest player, but she's outstanding in the air. Um, she's a fantastic defender and reads the reads the tackle really well when she's defending. And then, of course, she's explosive when she carries. So, you know, what a combination. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be great to see her back out on the park in the black jersey. Um, also going to see Arihana uh, Marino Tauhinu, uh captain the side and play halfback. I was kind of surprised that she got the captain's armband given it's only her second test start, uh, but she gets to do that in front of her hometown and too in Whangarei. Yeah, look, Ari's a key part of our leadership group, and um, you know, again, she's strong in, her, in herself. She's a, an authentic person. She's strong in her tikanga Māori. Um, She's, she comes from up here and she's got strong ties to the region as well. And, you know, it, it felt like a great reward for a player that's worked really hard to get herself in the best possible shape and position. Um, she works incredibly hard even in her bedroom on her passing, etc. So um, really leads the way for other players um, in terms of, you know, coming from somewhere which maybe she didn't understand professionalism to be now being one of our, our best leaders in that area. So that's a great reward for her, mate. And I think it was, I don't know if you saw the social media, but there was a loud cheer when she was... Yeah, which is great. I mean, Kendra has been so uh, key to the Black Ferns in that position for so long. It, it kind of, uh, you know, for a long time it's been like, well, if she goes down, what happens? But, uh, I mean, Ariana, it looks like she's she's there, thereabout. She's, you know, you, you don't lose too much if Kendra's not playing, if uh, if Ariana's on her game? No, not at all. I think all three of them, I think Ari Baylor played well last weekend as well. Um, I think where Ari, um, Ariana uh, Marino is um, really strong, is particularly off the bench usually. She's got a strong game around the rock and putting other people into space around her and little sniping runs. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that as against Scotland. We've looked at their defence and how they do things and we think she'll be a good fit for this game. Where's best of luck to you and the team uh, against Scotland, mate? And, uh, you know, I, th- I think, uh, you know, most of New Zealand wishes you wishes you all the best and we're looking forward to that, that playoff footy and uh, I, I just hope that we get to see you in the final and we get to knock over the palms. I hope you do too, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Go well, Wes. Have a great weekend and uh, give our best to the team. Thanks, 
Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.